So I'm at the end of my work day. Uh, I work as a software engineer and I wanted to take a moment to talk about some challenges that people usually encounter learning art as I am um, getting ready to close up shop here eventually, um, metaphorically speaking. The biggest challenge I find people face when they are learning to do art is to overcome their preconceived notions about how something ought to be drawn. Everyone, everyone that I have ever met is so heavily focused on the lines that they draw that they just can't let it go. I, I talked a little bit about lines in the last episode, and so I'm going to get into that a little bit more. You can look at any piece of art, and your mind can create lines, even where lines do not exist. Uh, real life generally does not have lines. I, I talked in the last episode that you, <coughs> if you look at your hand, there's no like outline drawn around it. You look at the hand, and there's different bits of color just kind of cobbled together. And when you look at all those colors cobbled together, it tells you the shape of your hand. It tells you where the lights are. And that's really what drawing is. Drawing is all about cobbling shapes together to convince the person looking at the image that they're really looking at that thing. Uh, we are illusion makers as visual artists. We, um, like, I, I can't create a human being. I just don't have that ability. Uh, I, I'm not a god or anything like that. Um, yet, I can draw an image of a person, and when you look at that image, your mind tells you, oh, that's a person. That is what drawing is at its core. We are making people think that they are looking at something that is not really there. That's any visual art at its core. And so the better you get at creating shapes that people enjoy looking at, the more successful you will be as an artist. You'll notice I didn't say like the more followers and things you have on social media, because at the end of the day, uh, for I mean, yes, it's important to build a following, but you can only build a following if you're producing art that people want to keep looking at. And your shape language is what determines that. Uh, you might hear the term <coughs> rendering in art. Rendering refers to um, actually drawing an individual shape. Uh, you could refer to them as value shapes as well. Value is how dark or how light something is. It's very important for communicating light and shadow. Um, so if I'm looking at my hand and I, I've got the sun shining on the back of it, and then I like rot rotate my hand just a little bit, I'll see shadows on the bottom and I'll see light on the top. And everywhere that the light touches and everywhere that a shadow exists is, an is a shape. And inside of there you might have different, like uh, where it's a little darker or it's a little lighter. And those are shapes within larger shapes. These shapes are what we use to communicate uh, visually. So comic book artists tend to have a very stylized way of drawing the human uh, figure. I, I Last episode I was talking about 
Yoshitaka Amano and mentioned how he has a tendency to draw on, draw very feminine faces on all his characters, even though uh, the rest of the body will look like male or female. But um, he that that's how he draws it. He has a very smooth shape language, very few hard jagged edges. Rather, a lot of the time he'll communicate like a jagged edge with several smaller kind of curvy lines just kind of wrapped on top of each other to show that there should be a jagged edge here even if we're not drawing it explicitly. Where a lot of comic book artists, they, they have those very hard, jagged, strong edges that show you this is what the shape we are communicating here is. So, you, you might be thinking, well, I've got to draw lines to make an arm, or I've got to draw lines to make a head. You have to draw lines to tell people what shapes are there to make a head. If I'm drawing a nose, like I'm ultimately drawing like kind of a diamond shape with a couple circles on the bottom, and uh, depending on how big I make those circles is going to depend on how large people believe the nostrils are in that drawing. The size of the diamond uh, will, ref will convince people how big the shape of the nose is uh, and where it sits on the face. <clears throat> and then when we draw, we often exclude edges. Like, I'm not going to draw a perfect diamond for a nose. I might draw the bottom of the nose and hint at what's around it, but then I draw the rest of the face, and your mind will take care of creating uh, the relationship between the shapes. And this sounds a little technical, but the point is, your mind will take care of filling in the gaps uh, in what you're looking at. So, when you are sitting down to draw, don't just focus on the lines. The, the biggest mistake people make is they get so focused on the lines that they forget to ask themselves, is this the shape that I want to communicate with what I'm drawing right now? So, if you're drawing a person, for example, and you're looking at it, and they've got like a tiny midsection, but the arms are really long and the legs make them look like they might be related to Slenderman. Uh, look at that for a moment. You, you can see that there's something wrong with it. So ask yourself, how far up do I need to move the elbow or the knee to put it in the right place? And now how far do I need to shrink the rest of the limb in order to get the, the wrist or the hand in the appropriate place in order to get the shapes where they need to be to communicate what I want. So what we refer to as shape language is how you, that, that's what honestly people would call, refer to as style. Shape language is how you as an individual choose to render certain shapes. I, I draw an elbow one way. Uh, a comic artist, David Finch, draws it differently than I do. Yoshitaka Amano-sensei, or Akira Toriyama, or uh, Yoshiyuki Saramoto, or um, George Perez. So the list goes on. We're not going to draw elbows the same. Our shape language is different 
because the way we like to look at the things we're drawing is different. And that doesn't mean we're not going to enjoy looking at other uh, people's art or like one another's art. It just means the way that we have a preferred way that we like to draw. So if you have a way that you love to draw and like it, it looks good, makes you happy, you like where your shapes are, um, then that's fine. It, especially, like, say you don't have a shape language that other people enjoy looking at, and your interest is not to build a following, mm -hmm. then um, develop your shape language however you want. But I can tell you that, generally speaking, I, I haven't met any exceptions to this rule yet, if you focus on getting your shapes, the proportions of the shapes correct, your shape language will naturally turn into one that is pleasing to look at. Uh, by pleasing, I don't mean it'll make everyone happy, but when people look at it, their minds will accept it in a way that they're like, that's a good piece of art. Because I've looked at plenty of pieces of art where I don't necessarily like how it's drawn, but I can still respect that it is drawn well. Um, anyways, so fo focus on your shapes. Uh, think about how you render them. Think about where you put the lines to tell where the shapes are. And um, it, will, it will help you immensely as you get better as an artist. Uh, thanks for spending some time with me. I'll visit with you next time.